Welcome to Running Down the Clock, where we break down all of this week's big news, events, and controversies from the National Football League. Over the next 45 minutes, we will give you basic fan perspective and opinion on the most important stories and moments happening now. So, let's start the clock. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Running Down the Clock. I am Tyler Walzak. I'm here with Puya Ricey. Uh, Puya, why don't we start with our bet stamp game of the week last week? Um, Chargers Chiefs. It was a good game. It was a great game. Uh, just when you thought the Chargers came back, scored a touchdown late to go up, the Chiefs come back as they always do, score a touchdown. And I still don't know how you leave Travis Kelsey open on any play ever for the last three years. But people keep doing it, and he keeps scoring touchdowns, and he keeps scoring touchdowns in big moments and winning games. Yeah, if you ever see him outside of football, he comes off like kind of a fun-loving, clowny kind of guy. But I think he has as high a football IQ as anybody out there. Like, he's proven time and time again. He can run a route, read a defense as well as anybody. That's another three-touchdown game, was it, for him? I don't know, actually. I don't know. I can figure Yeah, I think out. he got three touchdowns that game. Did he? Because this guy's be just – all he does is score touchdowns. Maybe but, I'm wrong and mixing up with another game, but I, I'm fairly certain there. Um, yeah, I got the but yeah, they're here. never. That's the thing with the Chiefs; they are never out of the game. No, not when you have, not when you have a player like that, which is why it's so frustrating to watch. Is just cover him, just cover but, him. But it's also Mahomes on the other end just can get it to him every time. Like those two are just, they're in such unison. Just, but they just block like. Why can't you just put two or three guys even on him? You know the ball is going, you know the ball is going to him. Put three guys on him, and he will find somebody else. Some guy you've never heard of. Will but he doesn't. That's the thing is he always finds Kelsey. It's always Kelsey that scores the touchdown in the big in the big moment. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they were thinking that like we can't throw to him again. I, I don't know. All I know is that every time I watch them play, I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, he had three touchdowns. Kelsey, he did. Is I don't. I, I just don't know why it's. Every time I watch a Charger or a Chiefs game, I go, "Why? Why is Kelsey open? Why is Kelsey open? Why is Kelsey open?" We thought at the well, I thought when we first started this podcast that the Chiefs were done and dead without Tyreek Hill because you could just triple cover Kelsey, but no one's doing it. Do I have to wait till next year for that to happen? There's got to be a reason he can't triple cover a tight end. You leave all the receivers open. Wow, they're all small. They're all small nobodies. Um, the best thing about this, I don't know if you saw this. The best, my favorite thing about this game came hours after the game was over but McCole Hardman wasn't able to travel with the team so he stayed home and watched the game at, at his house and when the Chargers scored that late game touchdown I think it was to uh Palmer um yeah when the when the Chargers scored that touchdown Palmer to go up essentially it looked like they're going to win the game if they just played defense McCole Hardman threw his remote at his tv and broke his television so then after the game, he had to text out, did we win? Did we win? Because he had no idea because he broke his TV. Well, it's amazing. That's good. But there's a flaw in that. Did we win? He's got a phone. If he's texting out, he can check the score. I know, but it's not that's a flaw funny. in his story. Then it's, he's covering, it's he's covering obvious, something. Yeah, he broke he's his TV something. and it's funny. No, 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 no. He had some sort of incident. The TV was broken and he made up a lie to cover for it. I think this we is a hell of a conspiracy. Do you think something else in his life happened that made him break the TV? Maybe he had another lady over. His girl, his girlfriend, or wife found out there was a tussle. TV was broken. He had to hide <laughs> the girl. You know, some sort of like '80s comedy style, like you know, Benny Hill music playing and, and trying to hide her in closets and get her out of the room or something. And 
I don't know. But, but then how did the TV the break? The story doesn't add up. That's part of the investigation. We'll find I out. I feel like that to. story you just made up is way more implausible than just him throwing his remote control at the TV. Why is he texting out asking, did we win, when he could see if they won? You're talking to a guy who can watch game after game on his phone. So if I can watch a game on my phone, he can finish the game. Maybe on he can't. Phone. Maybe he doesn't have the app. On right. His maybe phone. he's got the flip. Maybe he's got a flip phone. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, fair enough. We don't know, but I I know it's probably not the scenario you made up, which is 100% <laughs> made up. So if any fans are out there Googling if McCole Hardman cheated on his wife this past weekend and broke his TV, that is not what happened. Uh, I'm almost certain of it. <laughs> it's 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 good betting odds that it didn't happen. I'll give you that. Um, I will say, even though you just made up that ridiculous, horrible lie to make McCole Hardman look like a terrible person, um, you nailed the Vikings prediction last week saying that they used everything they had to beat the bills and we're going to lose to the Cowboys. Not only did they lose to the Cowboys, but they got smoked by the Cowboys. It wasn't even close. Um, yeah, did not look good. It happens all the time in sports. You have such an emotional high from one game. You know, they say, put it all on the field. Yeah. That's what happens. You put it all on the field and it's so difficult to get up for the next game. And it happens time and time again. Yeah. And forty to three was like if that if if you know it's like those games if you put them in a movie in the timeline of a movie plot that's the pivotal like the top uh, what do you call it them in the 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 apex of the plot line climax that's the moment right that's the the climax that game is the climax it's hard to come back from that right you can't write a script after that right but but the, the problem climax. is that they had bills which was the let's say climax of their season now they have. The Cowboys, which are just as good as the Bills, that you have to also play them. And now on a short week tomorrow, Thanksgiving in the States, they play the Patriots, who've been playing very well lately and have a great yeah, defense. I think uh, I don't think there's an issue about the short week now. I think when you get blown out, you kind of want to hit the field again and just get back on back on track. And the, the thing it's with, over. Their, I mean, their, their emotional blow simpler... is done. They're starting at square one again. And it'll be and a simpler game. Because they're not going to yeah. have like schemes oh, and stuff. It's just so basic dull. offense, basic defense when they have a short the Patriots like games this. are so dull. Well, the Patriots defense, they just shut everybody down. Like They, they just shut everything down, but they don't have an exciting offense either. No, they don't. Their offense is so it's just they're really dull games right now. Terrible. I do. And also that game, I don't know. I, I'm sure I Bill had that game on for a while, and I don't know why I had that game on, but it was the most boring game in the world. There's three it was a standoff for the entire game. The, they had. The Jets had more punts than they did completed passes. And then at the end, they kicked. The the Jets kicked to the Patriots punt returner, which with eight seconds left, just kick it out of bounds and let your defense that's been able to, like the offense, Patriots offense hasn't been able to do anything all year, really. But then you just give it to the punt returner who returns it, touchdown, game over. And thank God that that happened because that would have been the most boring overtime and that would have led to a tie of all time. And I have friends that were watching like, Oh, there was a block in the back. There was a block in the back. Like who cares? Let the game finish, please. For the love of God, let this game finish because it was so, so, so boring. And you just imagine Bill Belichick, like in the conference press conference after them asking like what he thought about the game. He's like, it was tight football. Well, I I will (laughs) say one thing. I'm glad you brought up post game interviews because I feel like 
Zach Wilson lost his starting quarterback position in the interview after the game, not because of his play. His play was dreadful. His play was terrible. His play was horrible. He was very bad. But did I, you hear what he said in the post game? I didn't hear what he said. I saw a lot of things saying about it's time to move on from Zach Wilson. He had a yeah, chance to save his job in that interview, which I think he probably would have bought another week out of that team if he had just answered the question properly, but he didn't. And the question well, was, do you think that the offense let down the defense or do you think that you let down the defense in this game because they held the Patriots to three points? And he right before the, before the questions even at finished asking, he goes, Nope, no, Nope. Like really dude, you had nine completed passes the whole game. You punted the ball 10 times. You had nine completed passes. You were missing wide open guys all over the place. I don't care if it was not your fault at all, but as the quarterback of that team, you take the blame. You take the blame. You come out and yeah. say, uh, yeah, we let them down for sure. We put up three points and they held everyone to three points, which is rare in the NFL. So yeah, 100%, that's on me, that's on us. We will get better. We got to get better. I have to get better. Instead to say no, that I think that cost him his job more than his play did. I can agree. You take the blame. That's the leadership role. Take the blame. What do you care what the media thinks? 100%. As long as the, as long as the guys in the locker room have your back, that's all you need. And I feel like he lost them all in that moment. Lost them, lost the head coach, everybody. Because that was his moment to save his job. And I don't know if he'll ever get his starting job back. Yeah. Somewhat related. Did you see um, Diggs kind of going through some frustrations in the game? And he had to have a little father-son talk with the coach. No, on I the didn't. Line. Yeah, and that Stephon Buffalo. Diggs. Oh, really? Yeah. Apparently, he, uh, what was it? He wasn't, he didn't have any stats in the first half or something. Okay. It's not good and for them. Not good for them. They managed to pull out a win. Uh, the running game was a little better this week, but it also kind of adds up to what we were talking about last week. Last week about um, Josh Allen, that injury is probably going to plague him going forward a lot. Yeah, it is. He you said it's a like... it's a surgery. It requires surgery, right? Like it's not something he can rest yeah, for a week. Or it's basically weeks. like a Tommy John surgery, which puts baseball players pitchers out for a year. Yeah. Um, and then they're never the same when they come back. I don't know how that's going to relate into how the ball is thrown in football. It's definitely a different arm angle and elbow placement um, and a lot of wrist snap, which is the same in baseball, but it's more of a, it's a different motion. Yeah. Um, that is hundred percent going to affect the bills. And uh, yeah. I got an interesting stat for you that I, I just saw. Josh Allen is zero and four lifetime in overtime. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, it's rare to go into overtime in, in a football game, but he's, when you go there, it's got to be your quarterback that gets you out of there. He's 0-4, so that's not looking great for him and the Bills moving forward this season. Now, I know there was a rule change in his favor. I know it's not in his favor. It's very neutral. But but it's made because of them. He, it's certainly 100% because of him. Not because of him, because of the team, but... yeah. Because the the Chiefs Bills game last year in the playoffs, yeah, so I'm starting to have like, I, I, you know, earlier in the season, I was thinking that Buffalo is definitely my favorite to to kind of go all the way to the bowl. I, I'm starting to doubt it just because I don't think his shoulder is going to get any better. No, I think the Chiefs are the favorites in yeah. the AFC for sure. I, I don't think I think um, Josh Allen's going to have a tough time with this injury. I think so too. I think so too. Uh, they play on a short week too, so he's not getting much rest. 
They play the Lions tomorrow morning at uh, 9.30 a.m. Pacific and 12.30 if you're on the, the most of the population is. Uh, I don't know if you've been following, but the Lions are 3-0 and in their last three games. <laughs> the hottest team in football right now. They looked amazing against the, they beat the Giants. The Giants yeah. play uh, the Cowboys also tomorrow. So I feel like this was one of those games where the Cowboys were looking past the Lions as well because they have a, a huge division rivalry game where yeah. they need a win against the Cowboys to kind of cement themselves into a playoff spot. And I think they looked right past the Lions because they couldn't stop the Lions at all. Lions have a great offense, but their defense showed up too. At Aiden Hutchinson had another interception. is massive. That's what I said, man. After that Green Bay game, I think their defense kind of realized a little something. They kind of got some stuff going. Yeah, well, they fired their uh, defensive backs coach, Aubrey Pleasant, and brought in another guy. So that kind of has fixed some of the stuff. And they had terrible defensive back play. How many defensive back coaches in the league can you name? Aubrey Pleasant. Aubrey Pleasant. <laughs> That's it. That's Fair it. Enough. Well, it's got to come I... from somewhere. Like, all of a sudden, they just didn't get better overnight. Something happened. A scheme or, or a way they treat people or something. Like, something in the locker room changed that has led them to this 3-0 three, three turnaround. Yeah, but they were, uh, like we talked about many times, and we've kind of said too many times, aside from that Patriots game, they've been in the game for every single one. It was just they were they didn't finish the games. Yeah. But, I yeah, Dan Campbell's kind of the guy. He's I think he's such the right guy for that job in Detroit. Oh, yeah. I have him, I'll give him a lifetime contract. Yeah. If he keeps that mentality, give him a lifetime contract. He's one of the better coaches they've had in a long time, besides Jim Caldwell, who I love and – which but got rid of. regardless of where Detroit finishes in the season, they are now not an automatic win for every team. hundred percent. That, thro- that throws a big wrench in some plans of like, okay, well, we got the win there that week. It's, yeah. oh, it no, throws a big wrench in the plans of the Bills tomorrow. Yeah. The Bills have to go into Detroit, which they played in Detroit last Sunday. Yeah. Um, also, that was awesome. Did you see all? So it was a huge, it was like six feet of snow in Buffalo. And the players couldn't get the cars out to go to the airport to get to Detroit where the game was. So the like the neighbors all came with their different uh, snow plows and shovels and stuff and dug the players each out of the driveway so they could get to the team plane. That was super like cool. At their, house, at their houses? At their houses, yeah. Awesome. No, like they, all the neighbors came and just plowed the driveways for the players so that at 5 a.m. they could just get in the car and get out and get to the airport on time. That Bills Mafia is kind of an anomaly of like the biggest shithead goons yeah, and each other on fire, throwing each other through tables, messing each other up. But then they come around, do a bunch of community service, get donations for different things. Like they're, yeah, they're both extremes. You know, they probably are the. I would say they're right now. They're probably the best fan base in sports in terms of like likability. Like, there's nobody out there that can say the, that they don't like Bills fans. Well, I'm sure you know you get jerks everywhere that dislike so and so. Right, but, but I mean, the besides the jumping through tables stuff, like. I love that though. Yeah, I like it too. And it's the only thing I can think of is like older people are probably like, oh, don't do that. That's wasted table, blah, 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 blah. But in terms of like, they don't tear anything apart, they don't destroy anything except for tables. Um, but they but bring their own tables. They bring their own tables, but they donate to different charities based on like when Andy Dalton had that uh, touchdown pass to put the bills by Andy Dalton played for the Bengals at the time, had a touchdown pass to beat a certain team so that the bills can make the playoffs. The bills mafia donated a ton of money to Andy Dalton's charity. Like that's, that's just good stuff. Yeah. 
you know what's not good stuff? And I don't even know if we should talk about it, but we got to talk about it now. Deshaun Watson's back this week. Oh, that's the that's the exact opposite of Bill's mafia behavior. Yeah, I played the Buccaneers. Deshaun Watson gets his first start in two years, pretty much. I think he's starting at least. I don't know why why he wouldn't. I mean, they have nothing to play for this year, but he has to start playing football at some point. You can't have him sitting out, right? You have to start him this week. Yeah, you put what two hundred thirty million dollars into this guy? Yeah, yeah. You're you're expecting him leading you for next season, so you might as well get some practice reps in for the rest of the season. You'd think so, yeah. Wait, I guess Brissett's going to play one more game before Watson comes back. I think um, Brissett had a good season, no? All things considered. I mean, yeah, no one expected anything out of him. No. Oh, maybe it's next. It's the week after. So this is the 11th game of his suspension. He got 11 games, right? Yeah. Yeah, so this is the last game, and then he comes back. So we'll talk about that piece of shit next week, I guess. But um, we're in week 12, right? Does that mean 11 games have been played? No, they had a bye week. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, that's what threw me off as well. Because I, I was like, well, week 11 is back, or week 12 is back. Um, but I do want to say something more about the Jets. Uh, because I don't know if you saw this, but do you know who Ryan Leaf is? Yes. He was drafted he was first a, overall before the Chargers, um, yeah. before Ma- Peyton Manning. Did no, not have Eli, a great career. Eli, Eli, Eli Manning. No, Peyton Manning. Was it Peyton? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it was Peyton Manning, for sure, 100% for sure. Um, Philip Rivers was drafted before Eli Manning, and then they got traded for each other. Right, right, um, right, yes. So Ryan Leaf had a terrible career, probably goes down as one of the bigger busts of all time. And then he had, once he got cut from his team, he had legal troubles, so he went to prison. Um, has since gotten his life together. I think he's a broadcaster on one of the college teams things but anyways the, he got he got into a little instagram tussle with a jets fan and the jets fan called out ryan leaf for no apparent reason at all he said something like uh what did he said something what is the name of the jets quarterback what's the name of that kid zach wilson zach wilson yeah uh some fan on instagram said zach wilson is like a shittier version of ryan leaf <laughs> and ryan leaf response was I have had a better life than Jets fans for the last decade, and I spent three of those years in prison. Epic comment. That's not bad. That's, <laughs> that's a not good. Bad. That's a good one. He even adds at the end, respectfully, of course. It's uh, like so indemnified good. of all wrongdoing. You put something like respectfully. Yeah. You know, that's like starting a sentence with "No offense, but you're a huge piece of shit. Go fuck yourself." You know, like yeah. Or can you go over and pump my gas for me? I appreciate you. Like yeah. stuff to somewhere, something exactly. like that. Respectfully, of course. Uh, I thought that was hilarious and like an instant mic drop moment for Ryan Leaf to get himself back in the news. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk about Monday night. It was the 49ers versus Cardinals. the Arizona Cardinals who are trash. Oh, man. But yeah. how good did the 49ers look? I think that we talked about the you didn't think the Bills would be in the Super Bowl. Uh, I think the Chiefs will be in the AFC representatives for the Super Bowl. And I think that for the NFC, I think it's going to be the 49ers at this point. They're unstoppable. Their offense is so good. They're very good. And their defense has always been good. Now, does this lead to a problem? Because Jimmy G's contract is up this year. So if they win the Super Bowl, if they win the Super Bowl, 
do they keep do they keep Jimmy G if they win the Super Bowl? What do they do? I think if they win the Super Bowl, I don't think Jimmy G stays. I'm trying to Why? like logic this out because do they are they able to keep everybody they have? Yes. Yeah. Okay. They'd probably they have to keep, trade Trey Lance. That's fine. If you win a Super Bowl with Jimmy G, you can afford to lose Trey Lance, which you gave up everything for. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. If they can keep the team together, he stays. If they can't keep the team together, I think he goes. I think they can keep. I think they can keep the team together. They yeah, just signed Debo. They just signed uh, Chris McCaffrey's still on a contract. Uh, Brendan Ayuk is still on a contract. I think majority of the players. But how do you get rid of Jimmy G? He just won you a Super Bowl. Has that ever happened, by the way? Oh, like, I, well, no, I don't know if it's them getting rid of him. I think it's him wanting to go elsewhere. But why, why would no. he want to do that? Didn't he want to go kind of, wasn't he kind of looking to get uh, traded earlier? That's because they said they we don't want you anymore. Right. So you've burned the bridge. Now that he's Super Bowl winning quarterback, he can kind of go anywhere, do anything, right? Sure, unless but wouldn't you want to stay? Unless people country. still look at him as not Jimmy G, a lucky uh, yeah. your team helped. I don't think you can look at him. That's this, this would be his second Super Bowl appearance, and if he wins it, it'd be his third Super Bowl. Which team would he want to go to, though? Like that's the best place to be. Yeah, I guess so. But there's a lot of players that they don't stick with their best place to be. Sure, you know, Devontae sure. Adams. Tyreek Hill left. There's guys that they don't want to stick with the best place to be. Yeah, it's true. Devontae Adams. Yeah. A lot of guys, they go not to the best place. They they go to the best place for them personally exactly. instead of, yeah. or they go weather or they go taxes, a lot of things. But I don't know. Like, I I think that's a huge thing for San Francisco. Like, even if they lose Jimmy G, then isn't that like one of those, hey, we fucked this up. We got to, like, we owe it to the fans. Maybe Trey Lance is going to be good, but Trey Lance has played one and a half games of football in two years. Yeah, it's you can't say anything about Trey Lance just because it's unproven. Everything's still yeah. a mystery. Everything's still a mystery. What does it say about Jimmy G's career if he gets to another Super Bowl, though? Regardless think, of if he loses. I think that, that he's a guy. He's a guy that like you could trust to take you to the Super Bowl. He doesn't need to be flashy, but he's a game manager that can get you there. He's better than let's say like a Trent Dilfer who won a Super Bowl that that game could have been one, three, nothing. Trent Dilfer did not need to play in that game. Uh, but that's the Ravens team, of course, with that epic defense, Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. Um, but Jimmy G is like, he was what everyone thought he was when he left behind Tom Brady's shadow and became his own, his own player. He was good enough to compete and win games to get his team to the Super Bowl and maybe win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Even last year, he wasn't far out from it. No, they went to the NFC Championship game. Yeah, and they were in that game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100% agree. I, I wouldn't mind seeing the San Francisco go through. Who else, uh, who else is a favorite in the NFC? Bucks? Cowboys? Bucks aren't. Bucks aren't. Bucks are trash, dude. I think they'll make the playoffs, but they're not. A, you think the Bucks? I think just. Uh, Tom Brady has some pull somewhere. I don't know. He's, if, if there's a rigging, if there's something to rig in the NFL, I feel like Tom Brady's in on it. They're it's in a playoff spot line. right now. They're one game yeah. ahead of the Falcons in a playoff spot. I told you, as we predicted, the Falcons are going to keep it tight for them. Yeah, Falcons aren't going down without a fight. The Saints are right there too. Saints are only 
two games back. Yeah, I think the Saints are a little less reliable, though. They're... I think the Vikings aren't a great team. I don't think you can compare them. I don't think they'll do anything in the Super Bowl. We know that Kirk Cousins can't play any big games, so why would we think he could win a playoff game? Yeah, he's he can play a playoff game when he's the morning game and there's an afternoon game. Yeah, that's a morning it. game that nobody watches. That's 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 how Kirk Cousins will get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, there's a game and constant games, and then you need a blackout for the next game. Something happened with the the stadium Wi-Fi, so no one was able to watch the game. It's the only way Kirk Cousins is going to win games in playoffs is if no one can watch them. Yeah, because so we we saw some faults in the Vikings this week. We saw some faults in the Giants this week. We the Eagles pulled out a win in the last play of the game. Pretty much. Oh, I thought Jeff Saturday was going to be it. Be it, man. I was trying to say the two and zero. That wasn't bad though. They were in that game. They were no that that was good for them. That I you have to kind of chalk that up as a not a win, but. It wasn't a blowout loss, which everybody thought it was going to be. No, but the Eagles aren't blowing out a lot of teams. No, no I mean they'll win by a healthy margin, but they're not blowing anybody out. They're doing enough to just win games, and I, I mean they're they're good wins because they're never trailing in a lot of them. They're they got the lead the entire game. They play with the lead. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things where I don't know you. I still put the Eagles above Minnesota if they meet somewhere down the line. So do I. But I think you want your team to win close games because then you know you can win close games because playoff games are always usually pretty close. You don't always want to win blowouts because you don't know if you can win that one touchdown game or that game where you're behind by three with two minutes left. Like You need those kind of characteristic moments each season to to go through, no? Yeah. So that's one of them. I don't know if you can win in any given situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The commanders can still make the playoffs, but I don't think we've seen anything from them. Like the NFC is still up there. The 49ers are six and four. The Eagles are 91, but the 49ers, I think are the scariest team right now. If you don't look at the record and you just look at how they've been playing over the last three weeks since they got Christian McCaffrey. I've had Brandon Ayuk in my fantasy team. I feel like three years in a row except this year, and he's finally doing well. I just traded. I, so I traded DeAndre Hopkins for Jamal Williams and Brandon Ayuk because I need another running back. So a little bit of a downgrade in wide receiver, but Jamal Williams for the Lions has 12 touchdowns, leading the league in touchdowns, running rushing touchdowns. Is he? Oh, yeah. It's a good stat. It's a good stat. He's a character, too. Oh, I love Holy, him. Holy, he's a character. I love him. You love players like, like that, that have that, that fun. He's like a kid out there. He just wants to score touchdowns and dance. He's like a nerdy kid who's really good at football. And he runs over people. Yeah. He's not like afraid. He's a tiny little guy. He just runs over people. I love it. He's one of my favorite players to watch on that team. Then he quotes like some anime cartoon or something after. <laughs> yeah. He loves anime. He loves it. <laughs> yeah. All right, let me see if we got anything else we've missed talking about. The Panthers are getting away from Baker Mayfield. Probably a good idea. Um, another quarterback that just couldn't put it together. This was his opportunity. This was his last chance, right? To put it together, and he just, it's over for him now? Uh, I could see him sticking around in the league a few more years, but I think his starting days of you know being the kind of number one guy with a little bit of like leeway of having a couple games to burn before they cut him is is gone. Yeah, He is in a perform or go situation anywhere he goes for the rest of his life. I agree, and I don't think he'll get another starting opportunity. No. He'll start another couple games, sure, but he's never going to be a starter. I agree. I think he'll hang around for a while. He'll be a backup somewhere, but that's also he needs to have the mentality then to become a backup. Like 
you can't, there's some players that just can't do it, right? They just can't fit the role of trying to help the team win, even though they're not on the field. Carmelo Anthony was famous for that when he played basketball. Like he always wanted to be a starter, but you got to, sometimes you just have to change a role. Russell Uh, Westbrook now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Carson Wentz is starting to practice again for the commanders, but with Heineke in there, why no would you... I, yeah, I, I don't see why you don't just stick with Taylor Heineke. Exactly. I don't think Wentz is your guy. I don't think he's the man moving forward. He's never been. Like, he had one good year. 11 like... games. He had 11 career games, which he did really well. Yeah. And other than that, I just don't see Wentz as your guy. I agree. I agree with that completely. Nick Foles had to get him a Super Bowl. <laughs> this is why Carson Wentz hates Nick Foles. I'm telling you, in 20 years... You will run into Carson Wentz with a big old burly beard, and he'll be talking shit about Nick. Just Foles. to relight this, I don't think so because I think Carson Wentz knows he's not the guy, and Nick Foles saved him. He got him a Super Bowl. It's like ah, he bailed me out of that jam. He's but everyone talks about Nick Foles. They don't talk. No one talks about how good Carson Wentz was that year because of Nick Foles. Because he's not that good. Because he's not that good. Hey, but he was that year. That's the thing that that I think he would slowly start to get more angry about. I think he's thinking back home, like, ah, oh, it's a good thing I got hurt, man. I was going to get exposed real quick. <laughs> keep stringing those wins together. It's so every time he gets three or four good wins, you think he just plans on getting hurt? You go out on a high note. That's just the best always, way to do it. Yeah, people just always think, ah, oh, if he could only just stay healthy, he'd be really good. But he can't. So don't know what to say about it. Um, I think you also stay with Heineke. I don't know why you'd go back. The other news, oh, the uh, Char- Charvarius Ward on Monday night was covering DeAndre Hopkins. J.J. Hopkins had a pretty good game, but the the guy covering him, did you hear what he said today? No. Uh, he's, he said he's not that good of a player anymore, and he called him steroid boy. It was pretty... um, I mean, I no don't news? think ah, he's, he's a better player than you. He's on a different level than you. I agree with that statement, too. I think DeAndre Hopkins is on pace to still get 1,000 yards this year, and he missed seven, six or seven games or six or seven weeks. Yeah, I mean, you're just you're taking a shot at an elite level guy when, yeah, because I guarantee he wouldn't have made that comment if they lost that game. But because they won that game, he probably felt a little bit more comfortable saying some shit like that. Devonte Adams had a funny comment too for his uh, the guy covering him on that last play of the game. What did he say? I forget the quote exactly. He said something. He's like, "I still, he's still a little too young out there." Oh, something really? Along those lines. Yeah. Who did they play? You know. Uh, it was a divisional match, Broncos. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Walk off. Right. Oh, walk off. Uh, Patrick Sertan, the yeah junior. Patrick Sertan, junior. Yeah, I saw yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, walk off. For some reason, I didn't write that shit down. Uh, Ravens well, look terrible. Ravens look terrible. That was a boring game to watch. Um, also, still got the win. Week. Still got the win, which again is a like I said with Eagles. Sometimes you need a win like that because you can prove that you can win ugly. Sometimes you have to win ugly. You got to prove that you can beat the Patriots in a 3-3 stalemate through, I don't know, 48 minutes or something. Yeah, I, I agree. Which the Vikings are going to have to do tomorrow. So tomorrow, let's talk about tomorrow. Big day for football in the United oh. States. Um, big day for football in the, the state of Canada. Um, always Lions play first. 9.30 a.m. kickoff time. Historically, Here, are the Lions there. better on Thanksgiving or worse? That is good. I think they well they lose a lot, but they always play. They always play hard on. They always play hard on Thanksgiving. Harder than 
other games. And I think Dan Campbell's going to have them coming out even harder this week, um, especially because they're playing a good team in the Bills. They're supposed to have 66,000 people there tomorrow, which will be the second most people ever for a Lions game. What's – oh, because all the Bills fans are still there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'd, yeah, I'd be interested to know what their record is in Thanksgiving because it's them and the Cowboys that play every – Yes, but it started with the Lions. The Lions started it in 1934. Right. And well, yeah, the Lions have been around longer than the Cowboys, no? And the Cowboys didn't start... Well, the Cowboys didn't start playing every Thanksgiving day until the 60s. Right. Lions are the first team to kind of trademark it, which is why they haven't taken it... I think why they haven't taken it away from the Lions yet. It's been a rough couple of years watching the Lions play on Thanksgiving. Yeah. But they're more exciting now, so I, I think it'll be at least be a good game to watch tomorrow. I think so. Because they can't take it away from the Lions. Please don't ever take this. That's game all away. they got. All we have. That's all they have. It is all we have. Yeah. Uh, and then Put them in the, be the CFL, but let them come up for one NFL game on Thanksgiving. Just don't <laughs> take that away. Don't take that away from them. Uh, and then tomorrow, and then the Black Friday. This this year, this will be the last Black Friday where there won't be football. Amazon has announced that starting next year, there'll be one game uh, every Black Friday. Has the NFL announced this though, or is this just Amazon's like? No, no NFL and it? Amazon announced it together. Once <laughs> so, Amazon got the got the rights to to do all this stuff, they added that game. How do you feel about that? I'm okay with it. I mean, I it's tough to watch. Like we already living in Canada, we miss a lot of the Thursday Thanksgiving football because we're usually at work. Yeah, I won't be tomorrow, which I'm excited about. But then I'm also going to miss a game on Friday now, so I'm not too too thrilled about them adding a game. Well, what but, time uh, is this Friday game? Is it all like five thirty? Three p.m. Eastern, twelve noon here. Oh, so we'll miss it completely. Oh, yeah. So it's just it's just another game. Now we miss four games every year during the week. Yeah. Which I know people are like, oh, well, you're not gonna be able to watch every game anyways. Like, well, I am actually. I am. Stop taking them away from me. I already missed the Monday night games most of the most of the year because we're working. So I don't. Don't add a game on Friday. I don't like it. Just get more Saturday games. I love the Saturday games. Once we start getting into December and they start moving a couple of games to Saturday nights, those are awesome. Yeah, I I should probably not say this just in case any local police are listening, but I'm usually driving around on Monday with my phone in the little car mount playing the the Monday night game. That's why I'm usually watching it Which, while driving around. After having driven to work with you for two years every morning, I don't think anyone understands just how dangerous that is. You're usually asleep. So I don't know how you can half sleep and half watch the game when you're driving around. You There's been times where we've missed the turns and lanes and we've just started driving on dirt roads. Uh, we ended up in a completely wrong city once. Should, should have woke me up. Someone should have woke me up. <laughs> I, th I thought we were jamming. Oh, we're on autopilot. We're just going. We're just we're not hitting objects. That's what autopilot driving is. You just you're not so you hitting. Just, you don't hit objects. You also don't get to go where you need to go. Well, the, you didn't pay the extra for the navigation system. You got to download <laughs> that. Well, in fairness, the one sitting in the passenger seat, i.e., me, should be the one that's navigating. That's that's how it works. Shock I can't and navigate. navigate and keep you awake the entire time. Nobody kept me awake. Maybe Nobody the football. Maybe this is a good thing. Is the football game on keeps you awake? Oh uh, yeah, I got something to watch. There you go. So you're not falling asleep. Keep my eyes off the road. Are you working tomorrow? I am working tomorrow. So you're gonna watch these games at work? We got Bills Lions. At I tried the first game. Then we got uh, the worst I can do 
Yeah, the worst I do is the audio. I put the headphones in and I'm, I'm yeah. moseying around. I can just listen to the audio. See yeah. What's Cowboys Giants oh. is the game after that, which also a huge game. Giants need to get their shit together if they want to continue to be in a position to make the playoffs. And this is a huge divisional matchup. Who's we the leader of that division right now? Cowboys. By one game? Cowboys by... No, sorry, the Eagles are. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. For completely yeah, forgot about like... the Eagles. Eagles are 9-1. Cowboys and Giants are tied at 7-3. and three. Um, But the Cowboys are... They got the tiebreaker because they beat the Giants, right? I think they have the tiebreaker, yeah. Yeah, they beat the but Giants. They're above them in the standings I'm looking at right now. So there's some type of tiebreaker that made that happen. They beat then, them. The, it's the divisional, right? I think so, it's but had they played already? Yeah, they did. Oh. It's like, it's week 11 of the season. You would have played everyone in your division once by now. I don't know. I, I don't I don't think you know enough about I it. love schedules. I'm a okay. huge schedule guy. I hope someone listens and goes, no, he's wrong. This team hasn't played this team yet. Uh, I, 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 I just hope someone listens. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then after that, it's Vikings-Patriots. Uh, that's again the Vikings need to. I think that's a good game for them, though. They need that's to. Win a... They do, but it's also it's going to be it's not going to be a high tempo game. It's going to be a boring. It's going to be a more fundamentals game. Going to be boring to watch unless yeah. the Vikings can find a way to just route them. There are but four the Vikings games should up. win that game. There are four games up in the division right now. Vikings are over the Lions. Um, we'll just break it down like this on offense. Who's got the better quarterback? This is the one time you can probably say the Vikings. Yeah. Who's got the better running backs? Vikings. Vikings. Who's got the better receivers? Vikings. Vikings. Offensive line. Who's got the better defense? Well, the offensive line, I'd probably give to the Patriots. And I think the Patriots have a way better defense, too. And they have a better head coach. So it'll be a battle of the rookie head coach or the young head coach in Minnesota versus the old wily vet Patriots trying to ruin their season. Patriots have a lot to play for too. Like they're still trying to make the playoffs right now. Yeah, they got a tough time though. Well, they're only one game behind the Bills and Dolphins in the AFC East. Where are they out of a wild card spot though? Uh I don't know. I don't have the wild card standings in front of me. They're probably they're probably tied for it actually. I imagine you have every screen like even though we got a producer that looks everything up for us, right? This isn't a two bit operation of just you and me. Uh, I figure you got a Screen of every stat, everything of the week, you know. Like, just, I like, would like them. to, but I'm working with half a screen because the other half of the screen is, is you and me. Right. Now, I got two monitors and I just have it set up to look at you. I've got Hold on. Hold on. on. You have two monitors that you're using for the fucking podcast, but you wo- you watch the games on your iPhone. Your Samsung. Sorry. I've got two other like 51 inch TVs in the house too. I can use to watch the games. There's not. You're the wrong person to be doing this podcast with. Do you know how I got the job? I recognized a Raiders jersey at a comedy show. Someone was saying, <laughs> someone was saying, oh, that's an Oakland Raiders jersey. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it's a Bo Jackson jersey. I was like, that's an LA Raiders jersey. That's where the dispute came in. And I was that was, right. a, that was a conversation between you and me. Yeah, well, I didn't want to throw you under the bus there that you were wrong, but I was right as a LA Raiders I don't jersey. even think I was, I was just going along with whatever the hell you were talking about whilst we were trying to listen to a comedy show. Someone that's else was speaking. Someone else we paid for to watch was speaking and you were going on about the Bo Jackson jersey. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Ask him. I don't care. And then you then you interrupted that guy to ask him about his jersey while we're trying to listen to Bill Burr. He was thrilled to listen to us. Though. <laughs> That's why we got the show. That's how it all came to be. That's where it was originated. Yeah. Okay, let's talk. <laughs> it's our first fan. 
Let's talk about some. That's games why I like the Raiders. <laughs> because of Bo Jackson in Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, Eagles and Packers is the Sunday night game. Uh, Eagles have to win this. Packers probably going to come out hot because they want to. They have to everything to prove here. This could be the. They're already kind of dead, I think. But they lose this game. It's buried. Buried. Yeah, I don't um, think the Packers have enough to go in. Even if some miracle they make the playoffs, they're not going I in. I, I do think Aaron Rodgers is going to be at the end of the season a little more happy. He seems like he's got two guys he trusts now. Yeah. And Lazard and um, what's that kid's name? Um, Watson. Watson, yeah. And Randall Cobb's back and healthy, and he loves Randall Cobb. Uh, he's, how long is he going to stay healthy for? I don't know. Thir- till Thursday? Yeah, there you go. Um but, but you're not I, I don't see. I don't think the Packers are playing for anything. I think they're fighting to stay in the game, and I don't think they're winning. I agree. Yeah. Um, Broncos Panthers. Nobody gives a shit about that game. That's a Broncos game. released the running back. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. Did you see the photo he he put on Instagram when, when when he got released? No. He said something about the Broncos Nation being like hard. Like he's like, damn, Broncos Nation, you guys are rough. And the photo is him in a Ford Bronco. With all the cops chasing him out of the city. <laughs> that's so good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it made me love him so much. He had a quick drop off though. He wasn't bad last year. And then this no, year. No, he, he he's his problem was that he he fumbled the ball twice every game this year. Yeah. He couldn't hold on to the ball. And you can't you're not gonna keep a job if you turn over no. as a running back, as a backup running back. Falcons, Commanders. This is actually a pretty important game for both these teams. Uh, even though it might not seem like it, they're both in playoff contention. They both need to win this game. Uh, Commanders are favored to win by four. Um, I'm sure on Betstamp, you can probably find a three and a half somewhere, but I don't think that makes a big difference. Uh, if you can find a three, that's a huge difference. Um, but you can use Betstamp to find that out in your different uh, betting apps. I think Falcons win this one, even though it's in Washington. Yeah. I, I think the Falcons are better than we gave them credit for and the credit they've gotten. They're not a great team, but yeah. they're... They're hanging in there. Yeah. They're winning ugly, which is what you got to do. Dolphins, Texans, Dolphins blow them out. Don't even need to talk about it. Um, except Dolphins could be another Super Bowl contender this year. They look really good. Um, then we got the Titans and the Bengals. This is a huge game. Oh, In Tennessee, Bengals are favored to win by two and a half, though. Um, is it time we start giving Tennessee credit that they're a legit team? Yes. It's probably too late. We probably should have given them credit like three weeks ago. I just still don't see it. Like they're uh, to me, they're just they're Derrick Henry. Yeah, but that's all you need to be. I guess so. That's all you need to be. Just be Derrick Henry. And and once and once you know that too, you can just be Derrick Henry, and there's no reason to throw the ball. Just be be who you are, because they can't stop you with Derrick Henry. You just have to make sure that Derrick Henry, towards the end of the season, as you start getting closer to wherever you're going to be in the playoffs, you start resting him a little bit. You don't want to yeah. overuse him. Um, I think Titans win that, even though the Bengals are the favorites. I think Titans win. Yeah, I, I'd rather see Cincinnati win, but I think, you know what? Surefire way for for Titans to lose. I'll, I'll I'll take them as my pick of the week. The Titans to win. Yeah. Damn, that's a pick of the week. Okay, that's a good pick of the week too. That's against the spread. Yeah. Um, if you use Betstamp to find a spread that goes to three on that, that'd be smart. The next game is Jets Bears at uh, Jets favorite to win by six in New York. This game kind of got super uninteresting with the health of both. Well, the health of Justin Fields separated his shoulder. Um, he wants to play, but I don't know if 
they'll let him play. And then you have Mike White coming in at quarterback for the uh, New York Jets. Who what has more boy Flacco? He was the third stringer. Both the first and second stringers got hurt, and that's why Flacco played. But now Mike White's back, and he can throw bombs. Mike White had a good little run there before with the Jets. He can throw some bombs out there. Okay. I think he threw for like 500 yards and three touchdowns is like first game ever or something like that. And I'm just making up that stat, but it sounds right. <laughs> and we got we got Browns Buccaneers this week. Uh, it's in Cleveland. Buccaneers favorite to win by three and a half. Um, again, if you can use bet stamp, find that at three. That'll work in your favor. Um, Buccaneers for sure win this, even though it'll probably be a boring game. Bye bye, Brissett. After this, farewell to you. Um, this is the last game the Browns don't become probably the most hated team in the league by fan bases alone. Uh, then we got the Jaguars versus the Ravens in Jacksonville. Ravens favorite to win by three and a half. I think that line is because the Ravens played so poorly last game. I think the Ravens actually probably pull off a pretty big win here. They need it too. Yeah. How's their division looking? They, uh, that's the same division as the Bengals. The Ravens are seven and three. The Bengals are six and four. So right now the, the Ravens are ahead by one game. So it's close. Yeah. Pittsburgh's way at the bottom, aren't they? And then, uh, Steelers are three and seven. Browns are three and seven. Oh, Browns are not even in today. No, Browns fucking stink. They stink. Um, Chargers, Cardinals. Char- it's in Arizona. Chargers win this game, right? I think so. I think so too. Seahawks, Raiders. Seahawks are. Uh, I can see this being a good game. I can see this being entertaining. Wow, why though? It's in Seattle. I, I just think both teams are going to be throwing bombs. It's not sure, just going to be but... a game. I think there's going to be a lot of throws this game. I could see a big score like 37, 37 to 30 or something like that. I think they lean on Kenneth Walker. I think Kenneth Walker gets it done for, this, for the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I think on the ground they have a big game. I'm going opposite of you. I think on the ground they control the, t- the clock. They control the time. Um, but I still think they win. They're favored by four. I think maybe they win by three. I don't think they win by four. Uh, then we got the 49ers Saints. 49ers look hot. Saints pulled out a win last week, which is impressive. Andy Dalton still the starting quarterback there. Jameis Winston came out and said, uh, "They beat the Rams though. The Rams are yeah, not the Rams good. are done. Forking, forking them. They're done." Um, Jameis Winston ball. lost Base. his said Jameis Winston's unhappy because he lost his job via injury, and he said no one should lose their job via injury. Um, that's amazing. I hate to say that it happens. That's that's not that's um. A childish thing to say of just not facing the realities of what is professional sports. Yeah. From Injuries the dawn, happen. that's the how a lot of people time, get their chances. From the dawn of time, we've had people getting hurt. And very shortly after that, we got professional sports. Yeah. And people have been getting hurt in professional sports all the time. How all many time. what ifs are there? The only the only reason Tom Brady got his start was because he won his job via injury to Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. So it happens. That's that's how guys get their chances sometimes. Sorry to say it. Um, no, it's the reality of the situation. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. How did Jameis Winston get his job? He was drafted, but he was drafted, and then he went. He started to, the season. He started the season as a starter. Yeah. He what happened to the guy before him? Who's Drew, the that's Drew Brees? No, no, in um, Tampa, like he started his career. Oh. Um, Fucking Joshua Jackson. Joshua Jackson sounds very made up. That's a guy. That's a guy guy that played football. (laughs) I think he was the starter for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Did he get hurt? No. No. Couldn't play football very good. Uh, Rams Chiefs is the next game. Uh, 
Chiefs blowout. They're up. They're favored to win by 15. They probably win by more. The Rams, Pat Stafford's not playing. They'll probably shut them down the rest of the year. They have nothing to play for this year. Super Bowl hangover is a real thing. They're done. Then, I don't uh, even see a blowout. I think they just take it easy or rest some guys and they just they win handedly, but I don't even think they need to go blow them out. I don't think they want to blow them out. I think they just will. Even if they rest guys, I think they'll blow them out. Yeah. Uh, Monday night, Colts, Steelers. The Colts still technically in a playoff spot, but they're not very wow. good. Jeff Saturday gets a Monday night primetime game. Steelers stink. Colts are favored to win by two and a half in Indianapolis. Uh, I probably Colts for sure. Are you watching this game? Yeah, probably. I hope so. I it's hope not so. a very interesting game for me. Yeah, but, but it's still it's football. I'm going to watch. I'll always watch football I'll, if it's on TV. I'll pull over and watch it, I guess. But ah, You won't pull over. You'll have it on. You'll have it on. Let's uh, let's get to something important here that pays the bills. Um, it's time for our pick of the week presented by BetStamp. BetStamp is your one-stop shop for line shopping, bet tracking, and sports betting odds. You would never just go with the first price if you were shopping for flights. So why settle for the first odds you find when betting? BetStamp changes that. The streamlined and easy-to-use app allows you to find a wide spectrum of odds for any bet. Then it makes it easy to track your bets in one place. You can set alerts in case the line changes and learn what bets your friends and even some celebrity bettors are making. So my pick of the week is first touchdown, Amon Ra, St. Brown for the Lions tomorrow. And I can see that right now on BetStamp, the best odds are 800, plus 800 on power play for, uh, oh, that's right, that's the worst odds is plus 800 on power play for Amarov first touchdown. The best play is plus 1400 on B win and bet nine, nine. So that's actually kind of a huge difference in, uh, in a uh, massive swing overspread there. Yeah. Which is nice. Like bet stamp is great for these player prop things. Um, so you can, if you want to join us this week with that, uh, with that bet, you can download the bet stamp app for free and please use the code ordinary when you set up your account so that they know we sent you. That'll help us out a lot. Um, Puya, do you have anything else to add to this? Uh... No, I'm a little bit jealous that you get to sit home, uh, eat turkey and watch football tomorrow. And I got to go to work. Well, I won't be eating turkey. Maybe I'll grab a turkey sandwich to spite you then that I'll get some turkey at least. Well, fuck you. I'm going to get a turkey sandwich now. Wouldn't be a week of football without some spite, right? <laughs> Wouldn't be a regular week in our lives without some spite. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to Running Down the Clock. I hope this episode was better than the garbage we put out last week, even though last week we were on the top 100 charts. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Happy Thanksgiving to the listeners in the States. If you're even listening to this, you're probably watching football. <gasps> Bye-bye. Running Down the Clock is brought to you by the Ordinary Podcast Network and is every Thursday running until the week after the Super Bowl. We hope you enjoyed enough to subscribe and tune in again next week.